Uh, <laughs> hi. Hello there. It's your host, Marco Yanuselli, and uh, we're recording on June 13th. This is Amalia. Sorry, we're a little bit rusty. Haven't done a podcast in a bit. Um, but yep, this is Amalia, your second host. And we're back from the depths. I actually got stuck in Iceland. That's why this episode is um, farther away than we intended. So, but I'm back now. She's back. We got to smuggle Amalia all the way back from Iceland. Yeah. I knew a guy who uh, lent us a donkey that can swim through water. Mm-hmm. Like all the way from, from Iceland to the U.S. So it was, <laughs> it took some time, but it, it's done. We're here. Oh, thank God. Love New York. New York. Well, I, I'm down in Florida and the weather is... Uh, I bet you it's, 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 it's really worse. Hot. I bet you it's hotter here. I swear to God. It's much like... Oh, at least you have like the ocean breeze. Like I'm not here in Weston. I mean, we're, oh. we're kind of far away from the ocean. Like I guess. 30 minutes from the ocean. So. Oh, the, that I'm, I'm definitely wrong about that. But but we do have AC in the house, so we're, we're, we're good when we're inside. Right. <laughs> so, um... Well, since the last time we we held a podcast, a lot has happened. Like, look at Johnny Depp. Uh, he yeah. he won. But in the sports world, a lot has happened too. So, I'm gonna do a quick recap. So, if if you didn't didn't get the headlines, uh, this is these are some of the headlines that have taken place recently. So, Mbappe has signed a new contract at PSG and rejected Real Madrid. So he broke his gentleman's agreement, and now he's the best paid player in the world. He's gonna get like a hundred million signing bonus. His dad is getting a huge signing bonus. That's like over fifty million. His agent's also getting over fifty million. So it's like a three hundred million deal. Yeah. Even though he was already a PSG player who just ran down his contract. And then Real Madrid, um, they won the Champions League for a fourteenth time against Liverpool. So that made up for not signing Mbappe for Real Madrid fans. And they also signed Antonio Rudiger on a free from Chelsea. So now, now they have a really good defense, and now let's let's see what they're going to do with the attack because they, they had Mbappe and Marquis signing in the attack, and now they signed Chouameni for almost 100 million euros for the midfield. So I'm waiting, and I'm excited to see what happens. Um, today, earlier, Australia qualified for the World Cup against Peru. Uh, now there's uh, Costa Rica versus um, New Zealand coming tomorrow. And whoever wins that is going to the World Cup, where Italy is not in the World Cup, and I'm depressed about it. But uh, <laughs> let's move on from that. Uh, Lewandowski announced his desire to leave Bayern Munich, but Bayern said no. They, they were like, you still have one more year of your contract. We're the bosses here. Like, we don't care about what you want to do. We hmm. you have a contract and you got to fulfill it. And it appears, based on rumors coming from within uh, Bayern sources, that he's staying. And I'm happy for that. I mean, no player is bigger than the club. I'm wearing a Byron shirt right now. and <laughs> You're always wearing a Byron shirt. I, I am, but it's a different one every time. Like, I try to vary it. Okay. But they, they, they look the same. Um, that's, how they, that's how they sell shirts every year. You're like, I'm going to change a little bit about it. And, and it's basically the same shirt. It's like iPhone. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and yesterday, news broke that Mauricio Pochettino from PSG, he's getting sacked by the, man, by the um, president. But it's not official yet. Like it's it's been leaked before it happens, so it's kind of like, uh, like like some leak that got leaked before it happened. I, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of a historical example of a leak. Well, it's like WikiLeaks, yeah, kind of like that. Um, the NBA, 
the finals, um, they've been very interesting. Golden State Warriors versus the Celtics. Um, they're going to play game five tonight. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, Celtics won game one, Warriors game two, Celtics three, and Warriors four. So it's 2-2. Two -two. In the world of tennis, uh, Nadal won his 14th Roland Garros. Uh, that's the French Open, and that just takes him to uh, a small number of 22 Grand Slams, the world record. Um, so now he's he's above Federer and Djokovic, who are both tied at 20. So he's kind of like the GOAT of tennis. And uh, Berrettini, uh, Italian, at least one thing makes Italy proud. Um, he defeated Andy Murray to win the Stuttgart Open uh, for the second time. And now um, another uh, disappointing thing about Italy, Ferrari continues to disappoint in Formula One. Yeah. Um, Leclerc, he's been in pole position in qualifying for the last, uh, what, like three races? And he hasn't won any of them. Um, he got two, did not finish, and won last weekend in, in Baku, Azerbaijan. And uh, Carlos Sainz didn't finish also. His engine also broke down. And then on in Monaco, his, strate his team strategy was very poor, and he got uh, fourth place. And Verstappen won in Barcelona. And he got third, third place in Monaco and then won in Baku. So uh, Checo Perez became the first Mexican to win um, in Monaco, the Grand Prix. And he's he's right now he's like the pride of Latin America when he when he competes. So it's like in soccer, um, whenever Mexico is playing, every country that's on Mexico is going against Mexico in Latin America. But when it's Formula One, everybody's cheering for uh, Sergio Perez. And he's a great driver. I'm, I'm so happy for him. And... <laughs> If it's not going to be a Ferrari winning it, it might as well be him. And then honorable mention to George Russell, who finished within the top five this weekend. Actually, he got third place, and that's that makes him Mr. Consistent in Formula One. He's the only racer to be in top five every race since the start of the season, so uh, fair play to him. So that's kind of like what has taken place. Um, but... There's a trend in, in in the transfer market right now in soccer, and it's, it's interesting because before you used to see the best players going for the highest amounts of money in the transfer market, but now you just see players um, trying to get more player power and them choosing their fate and leaving on a free transfer. Mm. It's it's it would be shocking if it wasn't because of the agents playing a part there. Wait, so what? Do they change the contracts too that they're in? Well, they say like. Um, Mbappe, he had a contract that uh, it finished this year. It was he was on his last year for his contract last summer. Real Madrid offered three hundred million to sign him. That that would have been a world record transfer, um, and that's money going to PSG. And PSG rejected it. They were like, "No, we're not letting him leave, even if it's a world record fee." We want um, because PSG is backed by um, the Qatar government, so they have unlimited funds based on. Uh, right, right. So then they're like. Um, you know, Mbappé is like, it's it's my desire to leave. I want to go to Real Madrid. But then he basically, uh, he ran down his contract one year. He didn't want to renew until it was expired. And then PSG were like, um, you want to stay? We're going to make you the best offer possible. And Real Madrid made him a really good offer, a lot of money. Still the best paid player in Real Madrid. But then he used the offer that he got from Real Madrid to show to PSG and, to, and basically tell them, like, you got to do something better than this to make me stay. Right. Macron, the president of France, he called Mbappe personally, and he was like, oh, you got to say you're like a symbol of France. And then 
Mbappé signed uh, a new contract, he's going to be earning like 100 million every year. So is it common for players who are who seem pretty loyal to one country just like kind of flip-flop to another one? Yeah, it, like you, you see it a lot when players want like a new challenge or because there's more money in certain countries. Like going to England, that's where m- most of the money is. So right. you see it so so often like play a player in Germany just saying like, you know what, I want to take my career to the next level. And there's two ways to take your career to the next level if you're in Germany. You either join Bayern Munich, who has won the, the league for 10 years in a row, or go to England where they have all the money in the world because everybody watches the Premier League and who's a soccer fan. So right. there's there's actually like very little players who are actually loyal to the club and, and mm. turn down better bids all the time. And those who are... Like, Every year it's fewer and fewer because they, they are retiring soon. They're, many of them are old now. That's true. So, that reminds me of like Ted Lasso. Because all of them yeah. are from different places. Yeah. Have you watched it yet? Well, I watched it a long time ago. I didn't watch the full thing. I watched pretty much all of it though. I mean, it was funny. It was good. You, you got to watch the whole thing. I, I, I mean, I'm rewatching it. And the emotions you get, even like when we're watching <laughs> it, it's like, it's such a feel good show. Like, it makes it makes me feel happy in, in ways that only like watching actual soccer makes me feel happy. Really? <laughs> and it, it's just so exciting to see like these players like be be strangers to each other because they basically had no chemistry and then you just see them get together behind this uh Yankee called Ted Lasso from El- yeah. from Oklahoma. And it's it's an amazing uh show. Now there's there's a lot that you can actually learn from this. So my, my recommendation now that sports are, are going on a break because the NBA is going to finish. Um, soccer is basically uh, in the off-season except for international games. And then, I know, you should watch Ted Lasso. It's, yeah. And actually, you should act, uh, try a new sport, especially if it's like an unconventional one, right? Oh, yeah. Segway. Wow. That's a perfect segue, Marco, into my topic, which is, believe it or not, an unconventional sport. So, it, are you done with Ted Lasso? Should I continue with unconventional sport? Yeah, I mean, okay. Ted Lasso is a must-watch. That's kind of like a clear conclusion. Now, should you try a non-conventional sport and which ones <laughs> do you think we should try? I mean, I, I have free time now. I actually have an internship, but I also have free time on the weekends. So I might as well try a non-conventional sport. So I think this one you're actually really going to like. Like I, when I heard about this, I thought like I envisioned you doing this. So you can tell me if you think it's a sport or not. But have you ever heard of the Spartan races? The sparring races? Yeah. No? Okay. What is that? So it's mostly an East Coast thing. Um, but wherever I go in the East Coast, like whether it's an athletic field or a gym or just like on the street around... There's always some random guy wearing, like, a Spartan race t-shirt. And it's like, oh, I raced in the Spartan race. And I see it everywhere, and I never knew what it meant. And I assumed it was just some marathon, but turns out it's actually an obstacle course race. And it's getting, like, more popular every single year. Um, So basically, like, the attendees run and jump through mud and, like, climb over, like, ladders and stuff. And there's always a lot of big crowds. And it ranges from, like, three miles to basically marathon. So you, like, pick your discipline of how long you want to be. And overall, it's I, I'm kind of interested in this because it's um, a little bit competitive, but 
with the vibes that I've seen online and through interviews, like people think it's just like a social activity and um, everyone gets a reward, whoever participates. So it's not like a, you know, huge deal if you rank high or whatever. Um, so yeah, if you wanna, you can look up videos or pictures or whatever, but I think it's a pretty cool concept. Do you think, would you consider a sport or just like a subgenre of, of like- I mean, it's, it's a sport. It's like, I'm looking at the pictures and, and everybody's ripped. Yeah. Everybody, every, like, you see everybody running like Vikings in the mud. Yeah. And now there's one at Fenway Park in Massachusetts. Oh my gosh. Wait, when? We should so do that. We need, we need to do that. <laughs> see, see we're, we're trying an unconventional sport. But how are they going to do that in Fenway Park? It's that's a f 5K with 20 obstacles. I don't know. I wouldn't underestimate what they can do. Well, I mean, we could try that one, or we could try the kids' race. Uh, that's one through three uh, k plus obstacles, and it's the, cheaper. The so we imagine yeah, we win the, the kids' of, category like, at the cost of like my dignity and humiliation. Like, I, I mean, winning is winning. It's a winning <laughs> mentality. Like, it, it, sure. it, it, maybe like we we could tackle the 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 little kids and be, and, and actually win. I feel like the kids would beat us, though. I mean, kids, like, are ruthless with that kind of stuff. Yeah, we gotta get rid of competition some way. I mean, we're, we we could, um, we could do, what was it? I was watching that movie, a movie when I was little where they were doing, like, races with cars, but they had, like, spikes and stuff that they, uh... What, monster trucks? No, not monster trucks. It was a movie about it, some cars, uh... Oh, it, it was, um... Oh, Speed Racer, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> so they had cars that had like stuff to, to sabotage the other cars. So we could do something yeah. like sabotage the other competitors in some way. But we won't because we uh, we have great sportsmanship mm -hmm. and we're very honest people. Mm -hmm. I'm not joking about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're and very contradicting each of your sentences. It's kind of like texting with me, like, I'm, I'm contradictory. You think I'm joking and then I'm actually not joking and then I'm joking. Yeah, you're like I'm the boy there. who cried wolf. But I, I, I see wolves all the time. <laughs> oh my god! Like, you there's you wolves actually, everywhere. I actually have wolves in my yard. You're in Miami, so. Oh. Yeah, the wolves here. The wolves here look more like domestic dogs, but there's a lot of people walking them. What like mangy like rabies dogs? No, Miami normal dogs, dogs. But they're the closest thing we have to wolves. Okay. Um. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I definitely tried it, and I mean, you, yeah, you've right. you've had a lot of experience with unconventional, like non-mainstream sport with, with climbing. I did do parkour for like two years, which is kind of embarrassing, but that's another unconventional sport. Um, but um, I guess it would help me with the Spartan race. Yeah, but the thing with parkour is kind of dangerous because, yeah. especially with little kids, like my cousin, he he tried parkour. And he like he he went all out with the extreme sports vibes, and then one day like they just found him hanging like from the with its ends from from like a roof, and he was just hanging there like like crying for help because he he was trying parkour in in the house. I know. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, let little kids do parkour except uh, in a in, in like a I don't know. It would have to be very responsible little kids. Yeah, I mean, I feel like kids do parkour in general without even thinking about it. But, um, but again, yeah, but, oh, sorry, what? Yeah, but, like, 
make do uh, like participating in a non-conventional sport it it gives you a sense of community because they're they're kind of like tight-knit community especially in the spark like everyone who does spartan races like for some reason just flaunts it everywhere like maybe i've seen at umass too like people wearing the spartan i'm like geez like everyone's doing this but um moving on like it is not really that competitive right now but I was wondering, like, do you think the Spartan races should continue to grow? Or do you think that would amp up the competitiveness and take away from the positivity? Like, I don't, I don't know, like, what's, what to do. Because if it gets too competitive, then it'll, you know, be kind of toxic. Especially with, like, running in an obstacle course, like, pushing people over and, like, sabotaging people. Like, that can actually be a problem, so I don't know. Well, and, and I imagine that at the moment you're actually not having the as many as like professional uh racers and, and yeah. you have more the amateur ones who, who like do it for fun if, if it grows then it's like a better price and then more people are competing to mm. be more a lot more competitive and maybe create a more toxic environment yeah but on the other hand it's it's probably a business you, these guys with um with the spartan shirts and and they they like preach about uh, being part of it and, and like they're like people that invest in crypto and talk about crypto all the time. Like right. when you take an Uber ride and, and, and you're just like looking for a normal conversation, they, they just are like, yeah, so you know what I do in my free time? I invest in cryptocurrencies <laughs> and they try to get into cryptocurrencies all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's on the truth. Like it's not a, a stereotype. It's it's something that I've experienced firsthand. Almost like what two thirds of my Uber uh, rides they they coincide with a person talking to me about crypto and trying to get me into crypto, and I say no, that's gambling. <laughs> and um, it's it's like people in Nisenberg talking in McCormick, like in the McCormick department talking about Ted Lasso. Like everybody talks about, like recommends it all the time. Yeah. So I, I do think that there's a business in that. Like as it grows, the PR is great in terms of people who participate in it. They're proud of it and there's probably room to grow in, in terms of like televising it, marketing. But maybe like if Spartan doesn't grow in that way and they try to keep keep it like close knit, um like on the down low in terms of like not going over the top with the marketing, mm-hmm. they, somebody else might look at the opportunity and be like, you know what, we could do another like obstacle race. Yeah, exactly. Wait, let me let my dog out of my room. <laughs> Sorry, he's crying. Okay, go. Go. Okay, sorry. Um, no, yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, I think, like, you can't really avoid something getting... I mean, it's all driven by money, right? So, like, they obviously want more people, and that more people means more competitiveness. But, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. I think there's no avoiding it. I think like every in every like infancy of a sport, it's gonna be just for fun, and then eventually it's always gonna boom into something greater. But yeah, you, I mean, you, you're gonna you're you're already like in the climbing world, and I imagine <laughs> that you've seen a girl in terms of popularity. Yeah, for sure. Like, I th- when I started, I was maybe like six, and it was first of all the gyms were not. They're not it. Like, it was, like, so grungy, so dirty, like, so unprofessional. First of all, it was all, like, older guys, too, like, teenage guys, older guys. And, I mean, like, girls, like, little girls like me going to the gym was, like, the weirdest thing for them. 
and yeah it was so tight-knit and now it's becoming so commercialized like and inclusive I, I don't want to be that person that's like oh I, I miss the old days but like but, like, but yeah, like, yeah you know, like you're right yeah like, like eventually when it gets too spread out it's like okay it's not really you know a small thing anymore it kind of takes away some of the charm from it but no, but I, I I do imagine that you've 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 grown through like climbing it. It it has helped you so much. Oh, for sure, of... for sure. Like, climbing changed my life. Like I am who I am because of climbing. But so I guess I like yeah like, you know, if it didn't become more mainstream, I wouldn't have even been it. So I can't really say that it's a bad thing for sports to be more mainstream because, I mean, I helped me because of them. So. But yeah, like you want to like if you want to be in the climbing industry in terms of business, mm -hmm. this is a trend that you look at it and you're like, you know what? There's a lot of room for growth here and, and potential. Yeah. And you go out there and learn about the the industry and then see where it takes you. But it's I know. it's great that 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 sports like that are 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 building like that sense of community mm -hmm. that a lot of mainstream sports don't don't create because it's so so popular that you're changing from team to team from club to club from category to category and then you're right. when you're climbing it's like you're part of this family all the way yeah like i'd say it's especially unique like the climbing world especially people in your age group like you know everybody like everybody knows who you are and it's great like when i first came to umass i didn't know anybody obviously but then i went to the climbing gym and i knew like people like everyone through mutuals like through climbing mutuals i'm like damn like I, I had like immediate friends just because I, it was such a tight web of people, so, yeah. But again, like, I think the sports that you're into are also unique. Like climbing, you don't like cheer for a team, you know. Like it's not like yeah. you cheer for yourself. So, like the sports that you pay attention to are different, but also like have its own charm. Like yeah, it's. So. But what what I do like about soccer is it's that it's it's very watchable. Like, mm -hmm. It's not only that I, I play it, I talk about it, I watch it. I've made friends just talking about soccer. I, I was like in school and then yeah, like sure. I, I just heard a guy like see a hot take and then we just start talking about it and then boom, you made a friend. Yeah. So it's, it, it has that like globalized perspective in which you can, it's like a common ground for a lot of people to talk about. Mm -hmm. And despite what people say like, oh, don't talk about uh, politics, religion or sports. I'd say talk about all of them with respect, yeah. especially sports. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. That you know what, little philosopher Marco over here. Well, no, you got that from somewhere. Who said that? No, I I didn't. I didn't. Are I you actually sure? didn't read that. Yeah, I didn't read that quote. That you that's kind of like that? my way of. I, there's no taboo subject from my point of view. It's like oh, I know. I you can know. you can talk about it with respect to the other parties and to the other point of view and knowing that you have you don't have the truth all the time and mm -hmm. and that just it's like be be a joe rogan in that sense but don't <laughs> don't actually don't be all of joe rogan just be the like conversational version of joe rogan <laughs> because he's done some controversial stuff but he's well, yeah. stupid at, at conversations yeah <laughs> i mean yeah like no i i think i agree with you too and uh, I mean, looking forward to to sports, you can you can definitely see that climbing like with the, with the free solo movie. It, oh my! God. 
it, it kind of like, I know I'm talking about it because it's like the most basic like level of climbing down, <laughs> but it's, it, it really popularized like climbing El Capitan and just doing like a bunch mm. of stuff that's risky. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, like that movie, everybody like, before that movie, like I would say, oh, rock climbing, people wouldn't know what I was talking about. But after that movie, like every, if I say, oh, I rock climb, like, oh, have you seen Free Solo? And I'm like, yes, I have, yeah. And I, I actually, I saw Alex Donald in person. I didn't say hi to him because I was scared, but, yeah. But yeah. He's intimidating? You were scared of it? No, I was just like, he was at my climbing gym, and I didn't want to just, like, be another, like, fan that just, you know, walks up. I feel like he wanted to just climb. I didn't want to, like, scare him away. I was, like, 14, too. I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. That, like, if 14-year-old me, like, that would have been the most awkward conversation. I'm so glad I didn't go up to him, thinking back. But he, he, he wouldn't, I, I don't think he would remember of, of like, somebody. Uh, yeah, but he, I would. Like, that's the thing. People are like, oh, people don't remember. It's like, but I do. Like, I, like it's haunting me. Like, you know, it doesn't matter what other people think. It's myself. <laughs> I'm my worst critic. So. I mean, you're, you're cool. Like, you, you could ask people <laughs> something, and, and they would probably see through the, the nervousness and be like, yeah, she's cool. Yeah, now. You don't mark him. I, you don't want to know me when I was 14. Or 13, whatever. I kind of do because then, then you see the character development. Like, you're, you're not a, a, like, what's what's the name of that? Like a Mary Sue character. That's like a term I, I learned <laughs> by watching videos on YouTube about analyzing film. Oh. Like, so it's basically, you weren't just created as a character with that's like flawless, but you instead, like, you developed into like a better character. You yes. saw that character development. And we all did. Like, when I was, when I was like in my, 10, 11, 12, like, I love to fight, like, getting into fights at yeah, school. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so, so it's kind of like, we just develop into better people. We, like, now I'm a pacifist like Gandhi, but I, I don't fast. <laughs> and uh, I'm not uh, whatever religion he was. And, and, but I, I do think that, that mistakes or, like, tough moments just make us, like, tougher and better people. Well, yeah develop into better characters. It's like the whole hero's journey thing. That's like basic character building. Yeah, but the hero's journey stuff kind of gets annoying. Like, I like I know what you're saying. Like, oh, keep getting like stronger. What the? Sorry, my dog just opened my door. I closed it. I don't know how you opened that. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was weird. Anyway, um, like, oh, like bad stuff happens, you grow, but it's like, can bad stuff stop happening? <laughs> I get I'll be a better person, but come on, there's a, like... Well, I mean, through the bad stuff, like, there's people around you that, that are going to be there all the time, like, me, yeah. I'm going to be there. Aww. And then it, it's kind of like, we we just walk through every challenge together, and then and then you develop into a better person, like, with the people around you. That's kind of like why we're in college, to grow, because right. we can make mistakes in college that we cannot make in the real world, because say you make a mistake with numbers in the test, it's not the same as making the same, like, the same mistake in a balance sheet for your company where you work. Right. Because then the IRS comes after you. And not even the Joker messes with the IRS. Like, when I was little, I watched this episode of Batman. Mm -hmm. And the Joker was like, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for the quote. quote okay. Joker on IRS. So, uh, uh, wait, here it is. A guy tells the Joker, like, if you don't pay up, you'll go for to jail for tax evasion and then the joker was like 
Um, wait, wait, where's that? Yeah, I'm crazy enough to take on Batman, but the IRS, no, thank you. <laughs> so we, we don't have the same consequences as college kids as, as we're going to have when, when we're adults. So yeah, Everyone... every, every part of the journey is amazing. That's true. Yeah, in middle like every grade I was like, oh, this isn't gonna fly, fly in college. Like I'm flying, like <clears throat> it's been flying through college. <coughs> <coughs> oh my god, I just swallowed like some kind of dust bunny or something. <coughs> what are we talking about? <coughs> uh, about how we're gonna develop an isomer and in McCormick. And, <laughs> really? and it's, it's like, okay, like yeah. we personally, like each person, we're we're kind of like. In McCormick, it's it's kind of like that tight knit community of, of like an unconventional sport, and that's that's a really cool thing. And we we are like at a place that it's like yes, it's a big school, but then like within it, it's Eisenberg, and then within Eisenberg, it's McCormick, and then everybody there is like a LinkedIn buddy. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, the end goal for me is to get and well, not just like connections, you know. I want like meaningful connections. I, yeah. yeah, but I want like a lot of them from Eisenberg. Like, I don't know, it'll naturally happen. But yeah, you you just gotta like meet people and tell them like, yo, you got LinkedIn. Like instead of asking for their snap. <laughs> like, okay, well, no, I feel like you should wait till you form it and then ask for the LinkedIn, right? No, I'm gonna be at a party and then like see a girl that I like, and I'm gonna walk to her and be like, hey, how are you? What's your LinkedIn? <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Okay, girls are different. I'm talking about platonic relationships. Like you gotta wait, give a few days for the LinkedIn. Like I know, I know, but the thing is, I'm I'm open for business and for relationships. So it's like it's like I give them my LinkedIn first, and then if if we're a good business connection, then I give them my Snapchat. It's it's kind of oh. how, it, how it goes. Oh, honestly, LinkedIn would be good for. I mean, I wouldn't say good for dating, but it shows like all your like qualifications. Like if a girl like is really serious about wanting a guy that like does, you know blank blank or whatever she wants like she can find it on there and she can endorse everything if she wanted to <laughs> that's how you send like indirect messages like you just start endorsing the other person that's such a good way to flirt actually <laughs> okay you have to get like an eisen girl wait i guess would eisenbro for a girl be eisen 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 gal isis no actually no it would be ISIS. <laughs> isis is taken um it, w- it would be more I think like that's kind of cringe i like eisenbro in general isis Sure. No, yeah. Eisenberg. Eisenberg is it's, it. It applies for both yes, sisters yes. and brothers. Yeah. But when you see her, when you get that LinkedIn, you gotta endorse like like certain skills, like skills that allude to something else. I don't know. That'd be a good flirting technique for Eisenbergs. When she's like think creatively, and then yeah. like I I, I, I I endorse that, and then exactly. when it's just like um, I don't know, like great at coding, I don't endorse that. Exactly, because then you can be like. Oh, like, what do you think creatively about, like, in person? And then it can go on from there. Love story born. Like, like, walk there and be like, so I, I see that you're a great a person in creative thinking. And then uh, what do you think about in your creative mind? Yeah. And then she's going to see that I endorsed it. And then she gets the message. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, like, are we going to start a trend of everybody, like, flocking from, from Tinder to, to LinkedIn? <laughs> Uh, oh no well i wonder a good tinder i wonder if you could just be like hey like what's your linkedin i wonder like who would actually do that that would that would get featured in in sumas yeah probably oh my gosh probably on tinder tuesdays 
My goal is to be featured on Zoom Mass. I don't care doing what. I want to be on that page. I don't care if it's incriminating. I don't care for what. I want to be on there. I mean, for it, it, it's going to be like your 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I am living in Coolidge next year. So maybe I'll be the next. No, I, I, I won't be a Coolidge girl. No, but you might live next year. And you might be the person that just goes there and, and like, holds her back from throwing... Like that's true. I, I can be the person record. I you know what? Okay, I'll gradually go up the rank. So first, I'll record a viral Zoom ass clip, and then I'll be in it. I think that's a good segue. Yeah, and they're gonna give you credit, like credit yeah, to Molly. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I could put that on my LinkedIn for sure. Featured on Zoom ass. Or imagine because since like the people that that run Zoom ass is students, maybe like right by your senior year, you're actually running the account. Yo, imagine running Zoom ass. Oh my goodness. I have to go after that. Wow. <laughs> you would put that in your LinkedIn. like. Oh, I mean, that's like a big, like, that would actually be credible. I mean, like, yeah, it's for jokes, but it's like an actual social media, like, presence. As a huge fan base. Mm -hmm. Social media coordinator of Zoom ass. Or you can, like, make it, like, more child-friendly and be like, social media coordinator of you umass relations or something suma uh sumas executive producer yeah <laughs> basically you, you gotta use the keywords in business executive mm -hmm. and mm. uh, you know what i have look i have a whole you can't see you guys in the video but it's a dictionary of finance and investment terms and it's like 600 pages thick let's see let me put to a random page x word of the day <laughs> X warrants, external funds. Oh, it's all X. <coughs> Extended coverage. There's a ton here. Convergence. We'll have to learn all this. Yeah, well, but what's the, the financial word of the day? Okay, financial word of the day. Here, let me go to my favorite number page. I know what number it is. <laughs> I, I kind of know. <laughs> Everyone knows what number I'm going to. Okay, almost there. Let's see. What the? Is this in Spanish? I think this is in S Bolsa de Comercio de Santiago. Yeah, that's Spanish. Founded in 1893, Chile's dominant stock exchange trades stocks, bonds, investment funds, etc., etc. So that's the of the day. It's, it's so how will you use it, like in in your common like? <laughs> I don't know. I guess just referencing. It's called the SSE. So uh, you go walking to somebody and be like, you're, you're like in a coffee shop drinking coffee in Chile and you're like, oh, have you heard about the SSE? And yeah. then that's like. And that's, that's how I run away it. because they think you're like trying to get them into a gang or something. Or some yeah, pyramid you, scheme. A pyramid scheme? Oh. I've I've gotten so many LinkedIn requests of people trying to get me into a pyramid scheme, <laughs> but I have this clear. If I ever do a pyramid scheme, I'm gonna be the one making it. I'm not gonna mm. be the one joining it because you want to be at the top of the pyramid scheme. Right. Yeah, that's the whole point. If you start from the if you start at the bottom, then like you gotta work all the way up and recruit so many people. You actually gotta like be the one recruiting three that recruit three and then like so on. Right. Yeah. But, someone tried to. Do you see the clip of someone? trying to pitch a pyramid scheme on shark tank oh yeah <laughs> so funny anyway what were you saying so oh um we're gonna look into pyramid scheme and 
I just I saw the the Sparta race and it's November eleventh. Oh my goodness, that's like right before my birthday. All right. Right before my birthday, so we could do it. We could. It's it's in Boston. We could do it. Oh my gosh, we could do that. We gotta we gotta actually train for that. We gotta like, yeah. or not, or just we're, go in. We're gonna go to the townhouses and run through mud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be so fun. I might actually do that. Hmm. So Spartan Race twenty twenty two. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna vlog about that on on this channel. <laughs> GoPro footage of us like suffocating in mud. That was so good. Before and after, when, when we have like a broken leg in the hospital, <laughs> we're, we're we're covered in mud. <laughs> no, they'll put us on like the the MSL Instagram. Like, watch our two like co-hosts do the Spartan race. It's like the worst picture they ever could have picked. It's like us drenched in dried mud and like tears and sweat. Somebody elbowing me in the, in, yeah. in the face. <laughs> like bleeding. Okay. So that that's kind of how we're, we're moving forward. And I mean, it, it's... Yeah, it, it's been a great episode in, in terms of like the first episode back here. I'm, I'm so happy to be back podcasting and... <laughs> Same. You can expect us next week because... Uh, we're not gonna get stuck in any country this time. And yeah, I, hopefully. Oh my goodness. Are Are you traveling somewhere that you could get stuck to? No. Me neither. So. Not yet. Okay. Good. So, um, hopefully, we're gonna have a guest next week, and f for for a short segment, like a like an interview, like a Joe Rogan podcast, but it's not <laughs> like four hours long. <laughs> it, it's gonna be great. So, I mean, like, subscribe. <laughs> Uh, turn on YouTube notifications. I, I learned about that term today when I was watching a video on YouTube. <laughs> like, turn notification bell on. And I'm like, You've what is that? You've never heard that before? Dude. I have, but I've, I've ignored it until, like, I, oh. that guy had, like, a whole tutorial on his video to how to do it. <laughs> and I didn't do it. I was like, no, no way I'm, not, I'm doing that. Oh, my God. I, I only turn notifications for one channel, and it's this channel. Oh, actually, <laughs> two, two channels. You have it on your own. You don't know when our own videos <laughs> I, I know, but I, I, I like it because then, then in the analytics, it's like one person has turned on the notifications for your channel. Oh my God, you're just lying to yourself. It's not lying to myself. It's like creating fake Instagram accounts to like my own posts. It's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's so true. Like, okay. It's true likes. Okay. Okay, Whatever that's debatable, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a topic for another video. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thank you so much. And uh, let's keep going forward and... and and podcasting and enjoying our videos and well have a great week enjoy the nba enjoy formula one and soccer and every sport and try out unconventional sports it might be a life-changing thing it might be all right bye adios